Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. All right. It is uh, now time for Brady to solve all the mysteries of life for all you knobs trying to manage through. But again, as bad as these what would Brady do letters are, and as rough as things seem compared to the way Brady's going to describe his life to yours, at least you're not a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> if you are a Buffalo Bills fan, I know you're not listening because it's hard to listen and dangle from the rafters. <laughs> Poor bastards. I feel so sorry for you guys. It's miserable. I and wonder that, how uh, many people thought that same thing right when that final – when that touchdown happened. That was my first thought. It was like too. These for poor me too. bastards. Oh. And at, at the very least, and it's the only saving grace for Bills fans, the only saving grace, this wasn't something that's going to get named. Uh, you know, the, the Music City Miracle, yeah. Wide Right, they've got so many things that are named after their failures. And it's brutal. This one won't get named. It'll just the Mahomes Miracle or something like that. It'll be more, but it's again, the Bills are on the field. And again, their greatest player in their franchise history is O.J. Simpson. They can't catch a break. It's poor bastards. Uh, what Would Brady Do is brought to you by MMP Guns. Uh, right there, uh, our friends at Indian School and 12th Street, MMP Guns, has everything you'd ever need in the world of gunnery. Uh, they've got the weapons. They've got the ammo. They've got all the accoutrement. If you want to add to it, they got the sights. they got everything. Yeah, you, oh, if they don't have it, they can order it, and they'll get it at a better price than almost anywhere else. That's pretty much their standard. They've got everything you need. And can help you get what you want. MP your, guns. Your guns up actually on display. There I know too. the HM, uh, the uh, HMS the AK AKs 47. there. You can see it. It's beautiful for a limited time, as Brady would say. <laughs> Bring that home. Uh, all right, Brady, are you ready? Ready. All right. Got to speed through these. We're late. 
I went to a play in all places, uh, Denver, Colorado, two weeks ago, and I met a girl who was part of the group I went with, and man, did we hit it off. Uh, she's amazing. I told her I wish that we lived closer because I definitely would ask her out. I let her know it was more than just a hit off. I had intentions. Uh, we texted back and forth. She asked me to come back up next weekend and stay with her so she can show me Denver properly. Now, this is not a text your boobs to me, girl. Uh, we haven't been dirty through texts. We've talked as if a nice date would occur. It would be lovely to spend more time together. Uh, but if I fly there, should I put sexpectations on this? I like that. Sexpectations. <laughs> uh, she seems like someone that if she were here, I would have to take time with to get there. But flying up there is expensive. I can do it. But don't you have to kind of expect that's what it is? If it doesn't happen, is the whole thing a failure? What would Brady do, Gerard or Jared? Gerard. Or Jared. It's two guys she's after. My experience with expectations <laughs> is when you set them high, you're always let That's down. Right. You got to go in low. Secondly, um, if this money issue of going up there for the weekend is right. too expensive, then I would probably say, um, you know, don't go. But... If you're going up there, if you can set the it. bar low yeah. and just say, go up there to enjoy the trip. The last thing you want to do is constantly think about, okay, when's it going to happen? When do we, you know, what do I do next? Right. So you're saying go up, have some dinner, have enjoy a laugh, the weekend. sleep in her guest room, and fly home. If yep. that happens, That's don't be surprised. Do. Yeah. That. Sexpectations. I'm, I'm not, not flying, flying to anybody without a guarantee of poos. And to be honest with you, I doubt she's going to invite him without her expecting. She that. has right. to know that That's the expectations are. Yeah. That's pretty bold. Invite house. Yeah. So I'm saying I. You know, I'm saying just try to be a little more yeah, lower realistic. your bar. Lower the bar. I think it's a pretty good chance. I mean, this is sounds a, pretty good. Yeah. Here's what you can do: just uh, text flirtatiously with her. Should we have phone sex before I show up to kill the tension? There you go. And if she goes, I'm not, not like that. Either. Don't fly there. Yep. You know, you got yeah, enough friends. If, he, if he's a guy yeah. that uh, likes doing that or Having needs sex? some pictures, <laughs> wow. you know, because he's like he hasn't gotten pictures from well, her. Or he's playing like that. it cool. But if if I'm just saying, if you're that type, um, you got to know this girl's not. He's that type, or he wouldn't be asking us, should I have sex yeah. expectations? Yeah. He just he hasn't opened the door through. But text every guy he's will cool. have that, no matter sure. what, no matter what the date is. You're thinking that's why you're going on a date. Right, but you're not going this on a date. This is an expensive date. The yeah. other thing is you want to open that can of worms of now it's a long distance deal. Yeah, I'm not going a thousand miles for dinner and a new friend. By the way, it sounds like you've already got friends in Denver. That's why you went to the play and met her in the first place. You don't need another new That's friend true. in Denver. That's true. So She's she, interested. Yeah, if she, yeah, exactly. And she doesn't want to fly some stranger in to show her Denver unless she's got a little tingle in the drawer and down in the uh, you know the nethers as well. Yeah, she's throwing it out there. She's pushing that puss forward. She's presenting, my friend. If this was the world of baboons, that thing would be swollen and lifted up in the air. <laughs> Tag that ass. And if it's not available to you, never go back to Denver again. Yeah, that, it's part of the live and learn. And on the way out the door, go, you f- tease, and <laughs> slam it and get out. Who invites you a thousand miles away to show you... The, the 16th Street Mall in downtown Denver, and you know, mile high. Larimer Street. Boring. So if you literally were serious, you're going to just show me around Denver? <laughs> I could have called the Chamber of Commerce, sister. Drop trial. 
I didn't fly up here and fight with Southwest Airlines for four hours and trudge through the snow from this airport that's an hour and a half from the city just to watch more Denver. I live in a city that looks just like goddamn Denver, and there's no snow. This is the hotel The Shining was about. <laughs> that's hours from here. I'm not <laughs> playing your game. Puss? Question mark. Better just open the door with a text. What are my expectations? I don't want to come across as a weirdo. Are we... Is this... We're seeing where this goes, or are we just going to pal around? And if she fires back, oh, it's just friendship. I just want to, you know, we'll see where it goes. But I just, no, she's putting it out there. In the words of 10 o'clock, Brady Bogan, late. <laughs> late. <laughs> That's right. And then that door slam. Yep. Late. <laughs> That's how we know Brady's done with work. He closes every day. Hour off his door, which auto locks <laughs> yep. while all of us are still here. Late. Okay, we got to go find the key. <laughs> tradition. It's nice. Now it is a tradition. And it's becoming like Brady's poops. It is regular. <laughs> yeah, you don't fly cross country to, to meet new pals. I'm my friend Reggie in Chicago, and he said you should come up. I'm like, why? We just yeah. hang out. Nah. We can yeah. text and talk. There's no puss in Reggie. I'm not <laughs> flying all the way over to be with a friend. It's weird. That's gay. Go hang out with a friend in town. Dumb. Either bring sand to the beach or the beach is open. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, my wife up and quit her job two weeks ago. She says she's stressed and work is toxic. Now, I'm on antidepressants. I hate tomorrow more than today, and that's every day. Wow. Uh, so I said, well, I'm going to quit too then because I'm feeling a lot of toxicity. She got furious. You're a man, she said. You have to take care of me. That's what men do. Uh, you guys talked about it last week, but I'm going to need about 10 pounds of sleepy chicken and check out. This is awful. What would Brady do? Timothy. She quit because, you know, she's feeling the stress. Meanwhile, this guy's popping pills just to stay alive. <laughs> but he has to work or she leaves. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, if you're quitting your job to make a point that, oh, if you did it, then I can do it. Right. What, what's going to happen with you? I, do you have money saved up that I you can both the, can take a little? The point, point though, out? is more, if you did it, I'm going to do it. Just It's more of like, really? Uh, somebody's got to pay the bills and you didn't consult me on this at all. Yeah. You just did it. You just up and did it. If I up and did this, it would be a, a terrible thing to do to the other person. And it is. Just flat quitting your job and saying, that's it. I have to find, I mean... Want to know what kind of uh, relationship they had to begin with? Was it a um, well, traditional, apparently. you know, the roles that, hey, look, you don't have to work. You know, was she ever right. told at one point in Quit. time that yeah. that then there's mixed signals? But yeah, he doesn't you, sound. He's dealing with depression. I don't yeah. think he's. Uh, He's not sitting there going, well, That's the other thing I was going to, yeah. uh, where is this depression coming right. from? Her. And you need to. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you. I'll diagnose that. Yeah. Her. I have some ideas. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. She's stressing him out. And she's doing whatever she wants and just assumes he's going to float life for her until she gets comfortable. 
which I think is the dangerous antiquated roles that men and women are both trying to juggle right now. It's like, what are we? Am I the guy that takes care of everything or are you the equal partner that can quit anytime she wants? So long as I have it in my head that my traditional male role can never end. But it's important. And it's yeah. always I mean I mean, some people seem like they have their roles figured out, sure. but you know oh, it's does. an ongoing thing. Everybody's a mess because the roles are undefined now. Yeah. Women and it's our fault, went from not working at all to working and recognizing work's awful. And we're still in that kind of gray area of being the you know, the primary provider. And letting her also be the provider, but we're not allowed to just bail out or we're losers. They can because it's still, you're a man, you should take care of me. When it, when the chips are down, you're a man, you should take care of me is still th- a thing. Because we're men. We want that role. We like to be the hero. We love being the hero. We like being the conquering guy that goes, I did this for you. I protect her, hero, money, whatever. And when a woman emasculates you mm-hmm. by saying, oh, you're a loser because you're not taking care of me. Now the roles come back, but yeah. they can quit anytime they want because their role still is. Well, I'm the, I'm the one that's allowed to do that. We don't know where we are right now. I miss the old days. I miss the old days too. It was simpler because everything was defined. Yeah. As time goes on, these will define themselves. But right now, our generations, like four of them, are in a quandary of like. I think the the one finally coming up is the first one that doesn't have the male hero provider role. A little more. And yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little less that stress on guys. Now it's more selfish. Like I'm doing this just to make tons of money for me, which is good. But leave her because she's awful. I think more. more. <laughs> it doesn't sound like she's uh, helping your mental well-being. It sounds real considerate. Yeah. She, she knows you're on antidepressants. She's, I'm sure she knows you're not happy at work at least. And then she up and tells you that if you don't do it, she's leaving. Jeez. She sounds miserable. All right, dear Brady, my wife's ass has gotten huge. <laughs> that is all. She once had a perfect little apple back there, but now it's horrible. Now, here's the thing. I'm in the exact same shape I was when we met 14 years ago. We have zero kids. That's not an excuse, but I am not able to stay aroused when she turns around reverse cowgirl and I see that cottage cheese factory soaking up my body. <laughs> <laughs> I told her about it. I don't find it attractive, I said. I have to be honest. And she said, am I only good for sex? Do I not offer more? Well, she does, but I also have needs. This seems like it's all on her terms, Randy. Randy, good luck. I can't help you on this one. uh, No man can fix a kind of cheese woman's ass. They have to fix it themselves. They do. Yeah, That's the bottom line. And the more you bitch about it, the longer that cottage cheese stays on the table. Could push the other way, yep. create stress. <laughs> stress just creates eating. Oh. <laughs> and eating creates cottage, cottage cheese factory cheese. absorbing your body. The circle of life. <laughs> Elton John sang about it. The circle of life and the cottage cheese is. Until she sees it, ain't nothing going to happen. She sees it. And knows she it. She knows. She's. She's putting it in front of you to make you the bad guy. And when you're the bad guy, she's going to blame you for her big ass. It's rough. And no one to blame but yourself for That's your right. big ass. That's right. And women who like women who get mad at uh, chicks who have babies and then get better real fast. 
and they've got like a 14 year old and they still say oh i had two kids and that was 14 years ago lady there's that weight can come off your body might have changed a little bit your weight can come off you can't get mad at hildy because she busted her balls or maybe spent some money but she got it back to normal and you can't be mad at her for it just because you didn't do it fat ass is mad at her husband for noticing you have to get the guts to say that that is not attractive to you anymore you know what? At least, here's what I could tell you on that, on his side then, at least be honest with her. He did. Well, I'm saying if he's saying, look, I can't even rally up. Right. It's because I'm not, I'm, my attraction to you right. is. Now imagine if you stopped taking baths or showers. You, you stop taking a shower and yeah. go to bed and she's like, this is disgusting. You'd be like, am I only good for sex? Because essentially, your cheese ass is like an unshowered man. Something I don't want to touch. Lisa was uh, about six or seven episodes deep into Thousand Pound Sisters this week. She said Sorry. to me, she goes, if I was 600 pounds, would you stick around? I said, no. I said, you'd be gone about two. Yeah, why did And they? I said, don't yeah. kid yourself. If I put, if I put on 50, I would I'd, say. Be, gone, I'm I'd be gone too. Toledo. Well, he's got escapism in his family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but she'd be putting on 120 pounds. I know. This, two, this lady hits 200 pounds. That's what I said. I said, first of all, she's five you, you have, you. Yeah. I say if Lisa hits about 125, she's ballooned. It's going like, to look like a bowling ball in a straw. She's a thin lady. If I hit 600 pounds, would you stay? Unless you were sitting on me? No. The only way you're keeping me around is pinning me. Let me go! And I know you're going to need so many snacks. Eventually, you're going to roll over to the pantry, the and I'm getting out of here. your forehead rolls into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, the minute you don't need a hat anymore to keep the sun out of your eyes because your brow's doing it. And also said, a fat a brow. fat brow to keep the sun down. <laughs> so shady. Jesus Christ. How do you speak through that vibrating fat face? By the way, I said, <laughs> your son's going to leave you, too, because he's not pushing you around. He's got bigger <laughs> things to do. Is that all I'm good for is sex? Not anymore, pig. <laughs> I gotta go digging to find things you're good for. That was at least Short one list. thing. Yeah, you just knocked something off the list of things yep. you're good for. What job application says, all right, here's ten things you're good at. Take two off. Nobody ever, but that's husband and wife. I'm gonna knock one of the things I'm good at off the list. Is that all I'm good for? Yup. It's one of them. <laughs> why do you want it to and be why, gone? And why is that bad? Why, yeah, why, why, is, why do you want to be bad at why it? Why do you want it to be gone? Why do you want it to be unpleasant? Oh, I get it, because I like it. Mm-hmm. And you currently don't like your own ass, and that's my fault. Leave her. <laughs> Next. <laughs> and then turns around and tells him, you're, you're the one that's supposed yeah. to make me happy. Yeah. You provide for me. Yeah. I got an idea. Uh, line your door frames, the egresses to your home with sandpaper, and run out because you can't chase you unless they're buttered. <laughs> She'll get stuck in the frames. <laughs> All right, finally, I went to dinner with my boss Friday. We do stuff periodically. He's a good guy. Uh, I usually have a lot of fun, but for some reason, he was especially rude to my wife this time. He asked her if she's trying to lose baby weight or is it here to stay. We all laughed, but it was rude. A little while later, he said something about having some meat on her bones that wasn't there before. At the end of the night, he told her she never looked better than she did three years ago when she had blonde hair. It was almost like he was trying to tease her, but it was a little off. The rest of the night was fun. We got in the car, and my wife says, man, your boss was an asshole tonight. If he does it again, I'm going to make him apologize. Do I bring it up today at work? I hope he's listening. Or let it slide and see if he does this again next time. I think it might have just been alcohol assholism. I, I have no problem. I mean, 
bringing it up yeah. and just saying, hey, you might have had a couple. Bring that up. Maybe there was yeah. a couple of cocktails. Like Trip goes out. We go out with Trip every once in a while. If he started doing that stuff, I'd be like, what's what's going on? Yeah. I mean, it, I might laugh the night away like, Jesus, this is out of left field. Three times? Yeah. Third time he's taking swings at her for no reason. you got to talk to him. It's like, hey, and that's weird. Yeah. I mean, why is he taking – I mean, it's just kind of like out of the blue. Drinking. Yeah. He probably got a couple – he probably drank the wrong thing. Sometimes whiskey makes people dicks. The other thing is, did you talk to him about oh. your wife? Maybe it's and, the same guy. Like oh. reflecting, you know, and you're like, now, you know, you've been chewing on yeah. his ear and, you know, and all of a sudden he's yeah. just going to, some of that stuff's coming out on the drinking. I noticed like, you curled I'll, your hair. Maybe I'll help him out here. I'll help him. He's trying to be a good buddy. Yeah. I see you curled your hair and curdled your ass. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Speaking of cottage cheese. He asked me to. <laughs> he don't like cottage cheese. That's rough. Anyway, what are you going to do? All the problems, Brady, you did a good job today. I think all of them resulted in just leaving. Just get out of there. You don't like my fat ass? I think I just told you that. Is that <laughs> all I'm good for? <laughs> it's a thing. How do we answer that as men? Is that all you need from me? In that department, yes. Yeah. Because, again, if you... Brady, but then when you answer it that way... If you went to bed always- with Russ Butt... Yeah. And no shower for like four days. She'd be like, well, this is disgusting. You would understand why you're not. Right. Yeah. Is that all I'm good for? Is sex? Yeah. You can't just sit and chat with me while I stink and throw rust butt stains all over my little, ah. my little pumpkin stains all over your sheets. That's a bad argument. Because no, it's not all you're good for. But yes, it is on the list of things you're good for. And guys are the same. You have to like if you let your it's fair women fairly. If a guy lets himself go, you have every right to say it. And women will. You're getting fat. They'll tell you, like, yeah, you put on a few pounds. Like, they're quick to tell you when you're starting to lose it. Now, we don't listen, and a lot of guys just balloon out. And if they're tolerant Or we it, can hear it. I mean, we can take it, too. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah, because we're not changing. But for the most part, guys let themselves go, too. A woman has a right to say, I'm not attracted to this anymore. Man, you're right. Or if you married a fat guy and he got all in shape and stuff. And you're like, I'm not attracted to that. Whatever you're not attracted That's to. That's always a tough one in couples. Yeah, they both have to do it because the in-shape one is going to look at the, the other one. But then the one all of a sudden, it works with that one more than the other. That's oh, yeah. always tough. Well, we'll see. Uh, everybody screwed up. That's what you need to remember. Uh, there you go, my friends. That is what Brady did. It's 98KUPD. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.